0: This is Above Grade with J.S. Brown and your
1: host, Bryce Jacob.
0: Welcome to Above Grade, where each week we discuss the construction landscape here in Central Ohio. This is Bryce Jacob of J.S. Brown and Company. I'm with my best friend, Greg Hansberry. Best friend? Best friend. Wow.
1: Yeah. I should have got you a gift for Best Friends Day or something. I got
0: you did for the present day. Every day is present day. Yeah,
1: I've been thinking about that. There should be a present day. When when we every day we're with you is a gift. That's why they call it the present. That's right. That's no, I very think I, true. I feel like all I had a great. Well, I'm all teacher
0: gifted out. That. So uh, your summer's wrapping up. It's wrapped. It is. Up.
1: I can't wait to get these kids out of my house.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, man, just... mine are out of the house. I mean, not they still live with us. Right. But they're out of the house back in school now. Are they already? And, Good yeah. For you. Yeah. So I'm about a week
1: know. away, and they're on my last nerves.
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> and I, only, I know you only have a couple nerves anyway. That's so right. So That's a short, short trip. So uh, today you, you met this gentleman here just a moment ago in the studio, and, and this is a friend of mine. Oh, this is my other best friend. Look at that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and we go way back. Uh, way back. This is Mike Lang, and he's with Abel Roofing. And Mike and I have known each other for a very long time, uh, back when you were president of Nary. Correct. I think that's when we first met. Correct. Yeah, so you were president of Nary, and I was on the board, and you told me what to do all the time. And I was like, "Man, I want to tell people what to do." So I became president of Nary eventually.
2: <laughs> it's not so bad.
0: Yeah, it's not a bad, it's not a bad g- gig and a good organization. So, so Mike, you're with Able Roofing, correct? And so, if if you can guess what we're gonna talk about, let's see uh, if Greg is up with us. Roofs, what's up?
1: What's what's up with roofs? With roofs,
0: that's right. We're gonna talk <laughs> roof talk, and there's some cool stuff with it. So uh, you you would definitely want to continue listening to this podcast, because we're going to have things like the solar panels that Tesla does. We're going to talk about those coming up. Uh, We've got some other things with just some of the trends and the material, even composite material being used for roofing now. Um, So thinking beyond just dimensional shingles. So that's a whole other dimension.
2: A new dimension of roofing.
0: Yes. All right. So, Mike, what's going on?
2: Uh, Good things. Middle of the summer. Um, As you know, it's been a wet year after the wettest year on record last year. And uh, being wet is not bad for the roofing business. Uh, except you got to get the work done and you need some dry. So fortunately, we're getting a nice stretch of dry right now. Your garden and your lawn might not be happy about it, but oh, no. the roofing contractors are. So we're I saw a tumbleweed
0: go by the other day in my front yard. It's <laughs> yeah, just terrible. More to come.
2: I actually watered, which I never do. I hate paying retail <laughs> for water, and I do. So I paid top dollar to keep, try and keep my grass alive. But we're getting a lot of work done, which is good. But there's not uh, an endless amount of good weather in central Ohio. So if you do mm-hmm. some projects you want to do... Uh, including roofing or looking at your building exterior, this is a pretty good time to think about that. Yep. Especially as the kids go back to school and you got a little time, it's not a bad idea to take a look around your house and see what projects you might want to accomplish.
0: Yeah, they're getting in school, and it always seems like there's about four more weeks of nice, warm weather, and then it's it goes from fall to winter. It sneaks so up on quickly. You. And you know, my wife and I were just looking at this over the weekend. How many trees have started to lose their leaves because it's been so dry? I right. saw
1: that already. I feel like yeah, I have to rake crazy? already.
0: <laughs> you clean your gutters out. Rake? Yeah, all that oh. yard maintenance. It's terrible. So, but, but you aren't cutting your grass
1: because there's nothing to right, cut. Right, right, right. That's <laughs> so very true. You might true. as well rake. I haven't cut since be- before 4th of July. July 3rd was the last day I cut my lawn.
2: I took my mower out this weekend just to move it to do other things. <laughs> really? I, the only thing I needed to do with it.
0: Yeah, I actually uh, I did mow the Dust Bowl this weekend because we have... You know, again, here goes my story about the, the curbs where they put grass seed in oh, it, and there's right, all yeah. this crabgrass wow. now. It's just nasty stuff. And nothing can kill that. Like, even the direct sun doesn't kill crabgrass. I don't it, understand it. direct sun makes it stronger. It does. It <laughs> makes weeds it's stronger. It's like Superman. It is. <laughs> <point. laughs> and uh, there is no kryptonite that I've realized for this darn crabgrass. Manual
2: annual labor, Bryce. I know uh, this is something that's, you know. So not I did. I put character. my
0: blade down on one and just <laughs> <laughs> cut the top of it off. And... Uh, finally cut my <laughs> my couple blades of grass <laughs> so yeah i had my mower and it's all covered in dust my mowers just filthy right now so What's i have out. to do with the roofs nothing dry weather roofing roofing getting done and i'm sure you've had a lot of hot weather too i don't know how you guys do it up on the roof uh, in the heat.
2: it's brutal but if you will see our crews um what they'll do is they'll start early they'll start about seven in the morning I'm um, sorry about that. It's a little noisy, but I think everyone's uh, pretty gracious and understands. Um, and then they'll probably knock off at the hottest part of the day. they will take a long lunch break, um, probably from 1 to 3. And then they'll probably work about 3.30 to 4 till dark, usually folks let us. And if you notice our crews, one of the things that uh, kind of surprises people, you'll see that they're covered up. They're wearing long sleeve yeah, T-shirts. Sure. They're wearing uh, big, wide-brim hats. And a lot of guys are even wearing hoodies, very lightweight hoodies in the summertime. And it just keeping the sun off you really does help you to uh, stay cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, they'll pour some cold water on themselves during the day. Um, that's amazing. I used to, used to do that a long time ago, and I could not do it anymore. It is, <laughs> it'll just fry you. And the, the toughest thing, it's not so much the heat, it's the heat of the materials you're working with. Right. So yeah, if it's 100 degrees, a of... so it's 95 degrees on a sunny day, uh, your shingles are 140 to 160 degrees. So, if you can imagine how hot those get, and then your tools, if you leave them in the sun, that tends to become what really wears on you, and it's really, yeah, frankly, kind of dangerous. So, we never push the pace. Um, we let the guys work at a pace they're comfortable with, and for safety, we definitely make sure there's plenty of hydration breaks, plenty of understanding. If, if it's too hot and you can't work, it's too hot and you can't work. Uh, we'll dry you in, we'll make sure you're safe, we'll make sure you're dry, but safety of the guys is paramount.
1: And I don't know, sorry to interrupt, if this is like per project basis, but I've seen a a few in the neighborhood and you've got a a crew of like eight guys working. So I think, I don't know if it's like power and numbers, you know, the sooner, the more people we have up there, the quicker you can get it done. Uh, But I've I've noticed that too, like when it comes to roofs,
2: there's a lot of people out there. So there's a lot of efficiency to it. Um, The guys who really staff it well will have enough manpower so no one's moving too much, no one's carrying too much. There'll be one person running the shingles, another person nailing the shingles, another person cleaning up on the ground. And funny enough, the crew leader is often the person cleaning up on the ground because they can now be free to manage the people working. So if you have your head down and you're nailing shingles all day, you can't manage the work of the other people around. And we have some homeowners who will come up and say, well, the guy who's on the ground is directing everybody. hes Well, he's, he's not, not
1: doing anything. <laughs> yeah, he's not—he's
2: doing plenty. <laughs> and if he's got the other seven working, that is a job enough. So that's good of you to notice. And uh, efficiency, the other thing is that sometimes it's too many. So we try and keep them, you know, as lean as we can, but also enough that they can get the job done. But, yeah, more, more hands definitely makes for light work.
0: So do you keep like a five-gallon bucket of suntan lotion around or have a contract <laughs> with Hawaiian Tropic or something?
2: I have two, uh, not five-gallon, but I have two thirty 30 uh, SPF in each door of my truck, yes, all the time.
0: All right. Yeah, you apply often. My mm-hmm. goodness. You don't want skin cancer. My gosh. I grew up on boats and out in the sun like that, uh, it's abusive. I hear it's you. It's like being a roofer on the water.
2: <laughs> water's worse. Roofs are bad. Water's yeah,
0: worse. Yeah, the reflective nature of it. But yeah, I, how much how much does a pack of shingles weigh?
2: Uh, when I started, they weighed sixty pounds. Now they weigh ninety pounds. Oh, wow. They do that
0: because you're stronger, and they're uh, like, "Oh, he can they, handle it."
2: They do that because they are now dimensional. They used to be the old three tabs, mm-hmm. and they weighed sixty pounds per bundle. Now they're ninety, and some of the really uh, heavy architecturals will get up to one hundred twenty pounds per bundle, and that's getting to the limit of what you want to carry.
0: How are these guys schlepping those things up ladders? Uh,
2: They're not, generally. The smart ones, there's a product called a ladder vader. And a ladder (laughs) vader is exactly what you think it would be. It is an elevator on a ladder. So there's a little electrical engine that goes up on cogs. So they put a bundle or two of shingles up there, Mm -hmm. and they run it right up to the top of the roof. Now uh, the materials coming off the roof, we have gravity on our side, so true. we get a trailer close by. We can usually get the materials off and into the trailer. And off so the if
0: you don't care for quickly. the supervisor, he's going to be down there. <laughs> he know where to throw those shingles.
2: Yeah, you want to look before you throw, like anything else. <laughs> but yeah, getting them up that used to be a um, again when I started, we carried them up the roof, bundle at a time, yeah, over your shoulder. Yeah, over the shoulder, and I used to think that was a good workout. I do not think that's a good workout anymore.
0: Mm-mm. No. It's part of the P ninety X program. I heard. <laughs> Yikes!
2: The ladder
1: Vader.
0: You're still yeah, on the ladder Vader. Ladder You were. You heard Mike say it's just like it sounds, and I know you pictured Darth, Darth Vader. Vader. Yeah, I know. I know his brain. <laughs> yeah, that's a a ladder Vader. All right, so let's talk about some of the different materials that are going on roofs now. So you had the old three-tab. You go to sure. dimensional. There's architectural shingles, and there's a whole bunch of other things out sure. there. Sure. One of the areas that comes to mind that we do an awful lot of work in is German Village. Mm -hmm. And so you've got some old historical roofs down there. Do you get into those types of roofs? Sure.
2: Uh, Very rarely is somebody putting in a new roof that's slate. Slate is uh, the typical product you're going to find in German Village, Mm -hmm. and slate is beautiful. Uh, Slate is going to be five times the cost of a nice architectural shingle roof. Right. So... um, Kind of a budget buster the nice thing with a slate roof is slate roof is maintainable so if you do buy a home in german village clintonville bexley arlington um, you're going to have an annual cost to keeping up with it checking the flashings checking those things But if you do those things and you do the repairs, you will not be replacing that roof in the 30 years you live there. Mm -hmm. I mean, these things are 140 million years old before they go on your roof. (laughs) Uh, They're probably going to last a little bit longer than that, uh, a little bit longer than your mortgage will. So slate roofs are great. Can't beat them. Uh, The copper flashings that go along with them require some care. Um, In town, we also have some really nice tile roofs. Mm -hmm. Tile roofs are really nice. Again, tiles shed 97% of the water. It's the other three percent you have to worry about, which is your pipe boots, your flashing, some other details. Again, if you have a good professional uh, remodeler, uh good handyman even who knows what you have, they can keep these in pretty good repair. And like I said, they are repairable. Some products are not, these products certainly mm-hmm. are and they, they will last for a good long time. Yeah.
0: yeah. So you have those products that last forever, require the maintenance. What's the next?
2: Next step I would say, and it's very popular now, is metal roofs. You'll mm-hmm. see them. Um the appearance you can't beat them, uh, they really do look nice. I particularly like them as accents. I put them more mm-hmm. on porches, right areas that are not critical for being watertight because they're more they're more of a architectural detail. However, they are a great roof done well. They are a wonderful roof, uh, a good metal just roof. just like anything,
0: right? Done well, done well. It well, work.
2: just the the classic thing is they'll say, well, it's a metal roof, and you know, always ask, do you want a metal roof? Do you want a dry roof? Do you want a cheap roof? Um, The problem is, there's unfortunately some people pushing some metals um, Mm. and some pushing some application products, which I I would not recommend. So there's a lot of people marketing roofs, you know, similar pricing to shingle. And what they'll do is they'll come and they'll put uh, furring strips on your roof. They'll nail Mm -hmm. through your roof, and then they'll put metal panels on those furring strips Mm. on your roof. So, and they'll also do nothing between it. (sighs) Nothing between it, really. Nothing sealing. it to the deck other Mm -hmm. than spanning, and then they'll also do what I call a barn panel. So barn panel is a sheet of metal, it's corrugated and crimped, and they'll actually drive fasteners through the top of the roof metal, Mm -hmm. which again can work if you have a barn. Um, Now there's a (laughs) neoprene screw, a little grommet around the screw, and if you Mm -hmm. drive that screw exactly right and you fasten that with your torque meter on your screw gun exactly right, it seats beautifully. Mm There are probably 2,000, maybe 3,000 screws in a metal roof like that. I So the
0: odds of getting the, all of those uh,
2: right? The odds of getting them all that right is impossible. So I'm not a big fan of those, and I see a lot of those. This isn't to uh, uh, denigrate anybody. I just want to make sure homeowners know what they're looking at. So a good standing seam metal roof, and that's the one you'll see when you see an older building, mm-hmm. when they say that roof lasts forever, what you see is a standing seam metal roof. And that is crimped and it locks over itself. It's held on usually by clips. It is not through fastened. That's going to cost you three to four times what a shingle roof, a good asphalt shingle roof would cost. So if you see a price for metal roof and it's more like the one and a half times a shingle roof, even two, uh, I would be very skeptical. Um, The other thing with metal is just because it's metal doesn't mean it's all the same metal. And just because it's metal, it also really matters what the coatings are. Mm-hmm. And as you can imagine, sure. the coatings um, or the paint, if you will, um, the more expensive ones work better. They hold up over time. Get what you pay for. Yeah, sure. So you want to make sure the things you'll the, the buzzwords you'll hear. You want a galvalume panel. So galvalume is a, a galvanizing a galvanizing process. Right down, right. got a galvalume. galvalume is what you galvalume. want. Galvalume. That's yeah, that right. Sounds the later, galvalume. Well, galvalume, and you want something with galvalume, which means it has. Uh, more rust proofing because it is a steel panel after all, and that's applied before the paint. And then the other thing you want for a metal is a Kynar finish. So okay. a Kynar finish is a baked-on enamel, so it actually goes in an oven mm-hmm. and is cooked on. And then Kynar is going to last twenty, thirty, forty, fifty years. So that's what you really want. There are other products too, but I mean that would be my recommendation. If you're going to spend the additional monies, you want to make sure you're getting your money's worth.
0: Sounds like. Uh... That's the way to go if you don't want to do roofing again in your life, right?
2: Uh, and the other thing with metal roofs, if you say it'll last forever, it will last forever. Um, the paint probably won't. Well, right. So the nice thing is, much like your car, your classic car, your XKE Jag, Bryce, you know it could be repainted. The Lamborghini. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot, I forgot he's the Lamborghini guy. Sorry, <laughs> sorry to go classic British for you. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> Obviously, you haven't been listening to the show lately. <laughs> I, it. I
2: haven't, it's been busy as, yeah, as uh-huh. we talk. Sure. So when you want to paint your Lamborghini yellow, um, when the red one that you have is no <laughs> yeah. longer meeting your needs, um, then you know, you, much like that, you can repaint your roof, um, which is the other nice thing. Anything that is maintainable, you can keep for a very long time.
0: Now, let me ask you, if you're repainting it, is that something you you leave it in place and someone's going to come up and paint it, but it's not going to have that good of a finish as it did when it was done in the factory?
2: Uh, it won't be as good, but if you do have a metal roof or you have one of these lesser metal roofs and the paint mm-hmm. starts to rust and pit and chip, a good painting contractor can come out. And it is re- it, re- it is repairable. Yeah, yeah there's, there's some protocols and there's some, you know, engage a paint manufacturer as well. I always recommend that. Engage them. Have the rep come out. They'll actually write you a protocol of how it should be applied then you do get a warranty for it as well so there's a lot of really really good paints that would would do a good job to keep your roof in good repair
0: and since we're on the topic of maintenance it's probably time for our our special part of the show that's everybody's favorite
1: the tip of the week the tip of the week yes
0: it's time for the tip of the week with fall sneaking up on us and winter on its heels it's time to think about some key home maintenance that could save your home from unnecessary wear as leaves start to fall, they often land on a roof and get trapped in our gutters. Clogged gutters and downspouts can lead to water backing up and eventually freezing, which can accelerate ice damming. If you don't have a cover on your gutters, be sure to clean them often, especially one final time after the leaves are all down. This will allow rain and melting snow to quickly leave your home structure and find its way to the ground. Now let's get back to our guest, and there's your tip of the week. Good stuff, Bryce. All right. Well, good. So I I got a question on that. With that tip, how important is the gutter system in relation to the roof?
2: Uh, Gutter systems um, are important. Uh, I'm only hesitant because some folks, gutters, protection gutter systems, gutter Mm -hmm. screens, filters have been oversold. The industry is oversold them. No. Yes. <laughs> there is no magic gutter, Bryce. I know you're sad to hear this. There is no magic product that's going to dra- collect every drop of rain it's that falls on your roof. Actually, good for a company.
0: Magic gutter. Magic I, gutter. Think, I, I think that that's exists. the only one missing. Gutter magic. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Something. Like uh, it that. probably does exist. So yeah, okay. the bane of my existence. I do a lot of condo work, and uh, I think when you buy a condo, the law says you're going to live communally. You're going to share assets. Oh, and by the way, you're going to obsess over your gutters. Um, so we upsize <laughs> them. Prim- yeah, it's, it must be. So and they you know so we do lots of work. Um, I've not found one that's perfect, a gutter protection that's perfect. Um, so foundational stuff. So if it doesn't have a foundation on, it, if it's your garage, it does not need to have a gutter. No mm-hmm. requirement to have a gutter, that water can just run to run off of it. Don't worry about it. That's one thing you don't have to clean. That's one thing you don't have to worry about Because gutter again is a maintenance item. It's something you have to maintain. Uh, the gutter covers, some work really well for certain trees, certain leaves. Um, others work terribly. Mm-hmm. I would I,
1: I would back that up. Uh, we've got those little helicopter, you know, mm-hmm. seeds everywhere yeah. where those Silver oak maples. trees or yeah. maples, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, the gutters that we have just little yep. little holes in the mm-hmm. gutter guards, and they get stuck, and it's almost worse
2: than not having one at all because they get clogged up in the in the gutter guard, and it coats to it like it's like, uh, I don't know, what, like crabgrass on Bryce's lawn. That's right. It just sticks. (laughs) Going to get the lawnmower on the roof. (laughs) Lawnmower on the roof. All right. So uh, I would say, yeah. So what I always suggest people do is you can buy these things. Usually they're in four foot sections. Put up a couple different, make sure, you know, if you have a silver maple versus a honey locust versus something else, the leaves, the debris are all totally different. Some clog immediately, some work really well. Pine needles are different, and everyone is different. No mm. one is magic for all of them.
0: That's why I cut all my trees down. <laughs> That's why. <fine. laughs> I just didn't the... want to mess with it. And the roots. That's yeah. the easiest maintenance.
2: So my fa- <laughs> my favorite gutter is a big, wide-open gutter because you can clean it. You have to right. clean it less, and when you go to clean it, you can clean it with a leaf blower from the ground. So my personal preference is you do that because it's, again, easily maintained. If you are going to do a gutter product, the other thing I would suggest to any homeowner is make sure it's something that does have a maintenance aspect. So one that goes on in sections that's screwed to your gutter that you can actually back out Mm -hmm. and and clean, I would recommend. Um, There are some that you cannot do that, and I would not recommend those because once they clog, they're clogged and you can't run a snake down them or anything like that and the other one i won't recommend not to beat up on anybody but there is one that actually nails through your last row of shingles mm. and i would not <laughs> recommend doing that the roofer in me will not let me recommend anything that
0: punctures punctures through roof,
2: the yeah. worst po- part of your roof <laughs> yeah where all the water is yes don't do that so that said if you really feel the need by all means but uh paying someone to clean your gutters if it runs you 150 dollars a year you can pay many years before you bought gutter
0: You know, I've known you for a long time. But I had no idea you'd have so much response from the tip of the week with uh, gutters. You know, I have, st- gutters price, I have strong opinions yeah, about gutters. Yeah. I know <laughs> that you're never at a loss for words, but goodness
1: gracious. Have you seen the ones that look like uh, uh, sponges or giant wedges? Yes. What, what's your thoughts on those? Because those look <laughs> like they would be rad. Right. But, I'm going to take a nap while he answers. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, I, but but I think like you, they the water would get frozen in them. I don't know. I have mixed uh, with What do you think?
2: They clog. Horribly, right. so I. This,
1: so the, this, they're not the magic gutter that we're looking for. They are, for.
2: and then with, <laughs> so I, well again. I only get the call for most of these. I don't sell any of those things. So there's the one that was a giant uh, pipe cleaner, right? Have you ever saw that one? No. Uh, Looks like a giant pipe cleaner, and you put that in your gutter. So the same deal. It stays clear. The leaves can't clog it. Well, except when they do, and then you can't get it out, and then the gutter <laughs> peels off the building and falls to the ground. So yeah, I, I get the horror stories. So I, I have the but. It's 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 enough data to give people feedback. Th- well, there's to obviously be
0: enough of a demand that they're coming up with anything uh, to to try to solve this, and they're successfully selling it.
2: Yeah, more out there. <laughs> more technological innovation has been applied to gutters, I think, than without success. So maybe it's the wrong people. Maybe it's better have them working on that than trying to cure cancer, I guess. But the energy <laughs> and, and time and energy spent on 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 gutters is it boggles my mind.
0: Yeah. Just well, like the show, and I've got another <laughs> yeah. question. I'm
2: sorry, I really did. Right, okay, is, I feel right. like this is the show has gone practical. in the gutter here. So, <laughs> w- w- it,
1: all right, so uh, w- gutter replacing your gutters. Do you do it when you replace the roof, or when you replace the siding, or both, or none of the above, or when they fall off your or house? When they fall you off the house
2: uh, depends on what your goals are. Uh, while you're doing the roof, my roofers would love it if you would do it every time. We if every time we did a new roof, we did new gut, new gutters. It would be fantastic. And when I used to roof. Uh, personally, I always gave them a sweetheart deal on gutters because I didn't want to have to protect them while I did the roof. I gotcha. That said, if they're brand new and shiny and clean and work like they should, by all means, you don't have to do them when you do the roof. Um, But when you do a new siding job and your old nasty gutters are there, they're going to look like heck. So I would definitely suggest that's a good time to do them. So as long as they're doing their job and what their job is to collect as much of the water as you can and direct it away from your foundation, that is their job, not to collect every single drop. <laughs> um, not, so if it's, if it's directing the water away from your house, they're doing their job. When they're not doing their job anymore, good time it. to look at them. All, um, right. all right, I'll
1: I'll resign no, no my gutter. No more questions. Kind uh, of we're closing
2: the uh, public <laughs> questions. Clogging the uh, gutter. Sorry, so so you anyway. asked. Yeah. Aren't you,
0: Bruce. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> the man has strong I mean, feelings. It's not the first time. So, <laughs> uh, I do have a question though, because sure. I'm, I'm excited about these, and I saw them a couple years ago when they released this, and from Tesla, and everyone knows Tesla for their electric cars and the technology within those, and if you've ever been in one, they're phenomenal. Uh, since we like vehicles on the show as well. Uh, however, the technology that they've they've come up with are roof shingles that are solar panels. So what's the latest update on that? Because I know at the time I saw it, I was ready to get them, uh, but they were still in a prototype stage and weren't for a retail sale. So The, the
2: term they used at the time was vaporware.
0: Oh, well, yeah. It doesn't <laughs> exist, in <I> <laughs>
2: other words. In, in my term, that means they don't exist at the All time. Right. Are they the time,
0: vaporware or are they on the market now? Can you get them?
2: Uh, you can't get them in Columbus, Ohio, that oh, I found. Well,
0: should we even bait everybody? No, I would listening? say
2: it's coming. I mean, my issue right. with Tesla is, vaporware. is Elon, <laughs> Elon Musk is the technology is so cool. You don't have to overhype it. You really don't have to. It, it is that cool. It is that yeah. good. It works that well. Don't oversell it. You don't need to. Uh, I do believe them, they have some homes that are up, they have some homes that are, they've studied. Uh, they have had people out to to do them and, and, and assess them and, and see the energy usage. Um, so they are coming, the solar roof from Tesla, the Tesla shingles, Tesla uh, roof tiles, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. So there is, if you go to the website, um, and I did to prepare, Thank you. they have some calculators. So again, the cost of, so I plugged in a standard house in Columbus, Ohio, and uh, you can customize your solar roof. And for my solar roof, it said they recommended 50% solar coverage to meet my home's energy needs. So the cost of this Tesla roof is $79,300. <whistles> Plus, oh, just hold wait, on, there's hold more. On. Get okay. your calculator wait, there's out. More. There's more. There's They're also the, a knife set. So the, <laughs> so the So if you want to do anything with this energy, um, so currently you can plug into your meter, and your, your meter can run backwards in AEP and others. will credit you back, which is cool. However, you probably want to save some of that power if you're generating that. You have this solar generator on your roof, mm-hmm. so to add the uh, battery to collect this power and keep it for your use, it's another ten thousand mm. dollars, nine hundred ninety-nine thousand nine hundred dollars. Now
0: there is a tax
2: credit, ah. and this is the last year for the tax credit.
0: So get your roof panels that aren't here now.
2: Well, if you can, if you can, <laughs> if, you, if you can convince, so if you can convince Tesla to ship them to you, um, and that's I, I can't promise you whether you can or you can't. Because we've, we've seen this before from Tesla. We've also seen this Dow had a roof, solar roof mm-hmm. panel tile. Um, and you could never get it in Ohio. And then it just, it, no, you, now you can't get it anywhere because it doesn't exist anymore. So it's, it's, it looks like it's coming. I would say it's coming. And if it really matters to you, but this particular math, um, even with a $17,500 tax credit, uh, it's still and uh, even after paying for all my energy costs for electric for 30 years it's still going to cost me $5800 <laughs> for 30 years so okay. um yeah in 30 years i would need a new roof um so yeah it, it, the math well, how for long this one how long will
0: sense. this last i mean this roof's going to last longer than 30 years right i would imagine this is
2: a 50 year roof okay. i imagine this is a good roof now that said that's tesla and i don't mean to bang on tesla i'm not banging on them but just I'd rather you be start transparent. a lot of
0: your sentences that way.
2: I'm not ripping on gutter people. <laughs> I'm not banging. on uh, t- I have strong opinions, hmm. Bryce, and you asked right, me for yeah. my opinion. <laughs> I did. One thing. I one thing I fault. will suggest, though, if you are interested, um, there is some really good stuff. <laughs> if you go to Google, there's a thing called Google Project Sunroof, and write this, that down, folks. Yeah, Google, Google Project, Project Sunroof. Sunroof. This is and cool. You plug in your address, and it actually gives you how much sunlight you get. Um, so it tells you. Um, it, for my particular house, there's 1,500, 1,489 exactly hours of usable sunlight per year. Oh. So it gives you a what's study. A usable sunlight? Usable sunlight means it's going to run gonna your gonna run through panels your panel? at, right. efficient, at a high efficiency. Okay. So you could have a house that's oriented not the right way. You could have a house that doesn't have enough roof facing the right direction. You could also have one that's completely occluded by trees. So <clears> So when you
0: see that number, is that a good number for a home? Uh, do I think, you, do yeah. you look at that and say, you know what? That, that makes a lot of sense. I can draw a lot of
2: energy. It's this starts making this starts looking to make sense for me. Yeah, for me personally, this starts looking to make. They sense. got him. <laughs> yeah, so I'm I'm not opposed to it. i um, but the payback loop has to be a lot better than 33 years for me. So uh, when you can get that payback loop and you can. Yeah, at our age, can, we don't know if we have that. <laughs> so uh, I think the key is if you can get your payback loop within five to seven years. That is a time frame where I think it absolutely makes sense. Because if it's if you're if you're even on the fence about it, then just do it. Because you are helping the planet. You are you are making you know being a little more self sufficient, which is a good thing. Whatever your politics are, if you're self sufficient, that's a good thing. So the more self sufficient you are, I can see that being a good thing. So I mean, we just bought. Darren and I just bought a hybrid car, a plug-in hybrid, and okay. I'm not an early adopter. Um, but the technology, my goodness, it is amazing. And we can drive 25 miles, all electric. It's a long cord. <laughs> it's It's better than my electric mower, yes. So it is pretty good. And I I'm, 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 uh, I like internal combustion engines a lot. I can't believe I'm switching over. But then this car is both. So it's the best of both worlds. It's bridge well, you technology. Look healthier. It, yeah, it's bridge technology. Mm-hmm. But it is pretty cool. So if you aren't interested in solar, even if the Tesla doesn't appeal to you, or if it appeals to you and you say, hey, I don't have a spare $80,000, to do this project, check out the sunroof, and I think there's a lot more affordable options for solar as well. And there's nothing wrong with photovoltaics. They really do work, your roof is just cooking away all the time, why mm-hmm. not turn that energy into something else?
0: Yeah. True. Good point. Good stuff. Man, that's fun. So, Google Project Sunroof. Put your address in and check it out, and learn a lot about these things, because they, they, they are cool. It's cool technology. Now, we want to do our part, right? Everyone wants to do their part for the environment. So what is, what are your thoughts on green roofs? Now, is that something you're out there planting stuff on people's roofs if they don't want shingles or slate or metal?
2: Uh, we're mostly removing plantings from people's roofs
0: because <laughs> uh, they haven't, they haven't
2: maintained them and it's in their gutters. So <laughs> most of the green roofs, I hate to say, that I encounter... Unintentional. ...are unintentional. Yeah. They're creating a little biome up there they didn't plan on. However, um, there are some people being, you know, purposeful... Um, One of the Ford plants, I think it's River Rouge, but I don't know, Um, they did a green roof, a planted roof, and when you get to an automotive plant, you know the size of those buildings. All right, well, yeah, they're going forever. Acres, and I think they reduced their heating and cooling costs, like some ungodly number, like 60%. Mm. So it is a long-term roof. It is not an inexpensive roof, because you have to build a roof, plus a draining system, plus growing media. However, Plus
0: a landscaper, I would think.
2: Uh, the landscape here, <laughs> they're usually... A couple gardeners, maybe it's the usually, ladies' gardening yeah. club goes down to <laughs> Ford. Yeah, they, they are usually um, pretty low-maintenance plants. They are usually crabgrass. succulents. And, uh, <laughs> things that are probably more tolerant even than crabgrass. <laughs> so the ones we've done have been uh, that you get the plants in a box. The, this whole kit comes in a box, mm-hmm. you put the media up there, it's lightweight media, you plant it, you seed it, and really I think you probably get up on it once a year just to make sure it's doing okay.
0: Now, do those roofs need an irrigation system?
2: Uh, no, not no. they're usually very drought-tolerant plants. Okay. So, okay. I mean, it, I could see it where you might be watering your watering your roof, as it were. Yes. Uh, however, um, I have some of these plants on the front of my house because I have an area that's a sloped hill and it cooks in the sun, and mm-hmm. I put some of these types of plants, these succulents, and they do not need any water, no matter how dry the summer is. Mm. So it's amazing. That's so, cool. So, again, there's systems. No, the work is done for you. You don't have to reinvent it, um, and there's a lot of interesting stuff. So if you have a low-sloped roof off your uh, bedroom or something like that, the other thing you got to keep in mind, if you do have one of these things on your property, it is much nicer looking out at some plants than looking out at a black tar roof.
0: Yeah, true, if you see it from your house. Yeah, Damn. I mean, so many of those you, you can't see, but, yeah, it would be nice to have that up there. I cool. like it.
1: It sounds cool. I mean, it's almost like a... Hobbit hole
0: or something, you know? <laughs>
1: yeah. I just like to
0: think. Yeah. You form some good hobbits with these green roofs. <laughs> there we go again, huh? Yeah, uh, Groan. All right, all right. So what about attic ventilation?
2: Sure, attic ventilation, um, a good idea. Um, I always suggest you have somebody who's qualified to take a look at it, and that person who's qualified, uh, some roofing contractors are, some are less so. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll give you calculators. You can go online. You can look at different things. Uh, It's very much the geometry of your roof matters. So there's no magic number. They'll give you a per square foot number um, for intake and exhaust. Uh, The biggest problem we see, it doesn't matter what the ventilation that is on the roof. So we'll oftentimes get a call. Another roofer has replaced the roof. They put a ridge vent, vented ridge vent at the top, Mm -hmm. and they say, well, that didn't work. It's not doing the job. And we do the math, and it does the job just fine, but that's the exhaust. There's no intake. The intake is oh, usually gotcha. down the soffit. Yep. It's been painted over. Um, it's been stuffed full of insulation. Somebody came back and put R48 in the roof, mm-hmm. so there is no ventilation in the attic. So um, attic ventilation is very much a case-by-case, building-by-building, attic-by-attic uh, assessment.
1: Mm-hmm. And that just would keep your top floor a lot cooler if that or whatever.
2: So case in point, my house, I had a roof on there for 28 years, and there's nothing wrong with it. So it stayed for 28 years, even though I am a roofer. And then one day, it, a little bit of it blew off, so put a new roof on. And when I put a new roof on, I put a dimensional asphalt shingle on, again, price point. Um, but I did put on a solar-powered attic fan. Mm-hmm. So it's one little attic fan. It's not a giant thing, but it does move the air aggressively. When it gets hot, it kicks on. I don't have to wire it. I don't have to do anything with it. I don't have to worry about it. The sun's usually going to shine. And I'll tell you, my attic used to be about 120 degrees, and now it's about 5 degrees over whatever the temperature is outside. That's great. See, yeah. we mm. had, we're on a
1: split level, so. it's amazing. You know, our up by, by the bedrooms, it's hot up there. Oh, it roasts. Yeah. yeah.
2: It used to, it used to roast, and it was one of those things that didn't have – it's a very steep slope roof, no place for ventilation, no place – again, the classic things you would do were not easily done. So I put in a power fan, and the power fan for my attic really does a good job. Mm -hmm. Hmm.
0: So Mike, before we wrap things up here, um, there's an energy tax credit if people are putting a new roof on right now. Is that correct?
2: Uh, It's not for a roof per se, but if you did a energy a qualifying project. So if you were interested in solar or solar hot water or a project like that, Mm -hmm. a qualifying project. It is a thirty percent tax credit, which mm. is and that substantial. is that's substantial and that's a major thing. And it is going away. This is the end. This is the last year for it. I don't imagine it'll be coming back for a while. So if you are on the fence about a project, um, a green friendly project, probably green roof, uh, solar mm-hmm. panels, solar hot water, which definitely works <laughs> in Columbus, Ohio, I would say now's the time because thirty percent, thirty percent. Why not take advantage of it? Because it probably will go away.
0: I'm sure people have questions, so how do they reach you?
2: Uh, You can reach us at 444-ROOF and, of course, the website, Mm -hmm. ableroof.com.
0: You see, I mean, football season's starting up. You're going to see your little flags flying over the Uh, big banners. We literally fly
2: banners uh, to let people know who we are.
0: Yes, 444-ROOF. There they are. Mike, thanks so much. It was great having you on. It was great to see you again and be part of the Best Friends Club.
1: Wonderful. We're going to do a secret handshake after this. Yeah, we're going to work
0: on that. Maybe we'll post that online, let everybody know. Well, we get to do this every week. It's something that Greg and I have been enjoying for over a year with one another now. We've educated folks on a lot of topics. His vocabulary has increased tremendously. I've got Vader
1: and uh, galvaloom. Wow, that's pretty good. I've got two big words. Yeah, you and really I'm, did. There's a lot you're going to do with land. Latter- Google Vader. searched uh, project sunroof, so I'm I'm all over the place today. I oh, think oh, quit right after this. We've
2: educated one homeowner, if nothing yeah, else. At least, at least our <laughs> loyal listener Greg. Too,
0: <laughs> That's right. Well, folks, you can send us information if you'd like to do that. We've got a we've got an email address. It's abovegrade at jsbrowncompany.com, and you can let us know if there's something you want to hear about that you haven't heard yet. Make sure you check our archives though, and you can do that by going to jsbrowncompany.com and look at above grade and you can download all of our podcasts. You can do that as well by going to your favorite uh, location where you download your podcast, say iTunes or wherever it might be, and certainly rate and review us. It's always nice to get your feedback on how we're doing with the podcast, things you like about the show, things we can improve. We'd like to hear your feedback till next week. This is Bryce Jacob of JS Brown and company wishing you a great week to build from.
1: Above Grade is a Columbus Radio Group production and produced by me, Greg Hansberry.